made it to season two of Old Dirty Benches. Glad to see you again. This is Patty Popcorn. I was going to say Patricia Palomitas, but somebody laughed at me, so... (laughs) I'll just keep it real. Patty Popcorn. And here's JD to tell you what we actually do here. Hello, everyone. This is JD. So, if you've landed on us, this is a podcast dedicated to lighthearted, humorous discussions regarding crimes of the powerful. We will also be discussing our review of recent movies or series that have been released, and these episodes will drop every other weekend. For those of you who don't know, white-collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Patty already laughing. <laughs> That's what Hello. we Hello. What's up? I'm so excited to be starting season two. I know. It's kind of funny because we're we're still technically in 2021. Oh, who but cares? We like to pre-record. It's all bleeding together anyways. Right. It's, like, it's just funny to me how we randomly pick topics and then they become topical at the time. Yeah. Like, that's weird. <laughs> I would agree with that. So um, let's see if this holds true. It might not, because it's been out a while, I'd say. This movie? Hasn't it? Yeah. I don't remember. I usually write down, like, when it was actually released, and I didn't do it for this one. Um, <laughs> do your own research, people. <laughs> We're not hand-holding anymore. This is season two. <laughs> We're not buttering your biscuits. That's over with. Get your Biscuit. shit together. Oh, yeah, we cuss, too, here. That's right. We're explicit. <laughs> We're like a rapper. <laughs> Candy rapper. <laughs> We're going to do something new this season, though, for movies. We are. We're changing it up a little bit. We are, hopefully for the better. Mm-hmm. We're See? a well-oiled machine at this point. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Moist. <laughs> Moist. <laughs> I fucking hate that word. Oh, hilarious. Oh, moist. Okay. Oh, moist. Moist. Who doesn't love that word? I don't mind it. It's good. Moist is good. Is your dessert moist? That's right. Brownies, moist. Cake, moist. But JJ, moist. You want it to be moist, right? Not dry. Dry is bad. Moist is good. Anyway. Tangent already. Uh, Not even a good one. By the way, we went to Wiener Snitchel yesterday. I went a couple days ago. Did you? Mm -hmm. I know. Uh, I was talking to my spouse and I was like, I think Patty goes once a week. We need to up our game. I don't go once a week, but I go enough. Yeah. That uh, I can't wear my ring sometimes because it's too salty. (laughs) (laughs) You start getting all bloated right afterwards. The minute you take your first uh, bite. I can't not. Uh, I love it. It's dude. Heaven. Yep. 
I don't Did give you a try sh- the brisket stuff? No, I haven't. Because I can't pull myself away from the chili right? cheese dog. I get my same thing every time. Yeah. Mine's the number one. Two chili, chili cheese dogs and a medium french fries with the root beer. Just a plain fries? Yes. Nope. Sometimes I do chili cheese. I get one chili dog, no cheese, and then a large classic chili cheese fries. (laughs) A large classic. And that is my standard order. Yeah. So there you have it, Ben. Now you know what we order when we go there. Oh, my God. So good. (laughs) So good. Um, Wiener Schnitzel, we're still waiting for you to. <laughs> oh yeah, will season two be the winning season? <laughs> waiting we'll for you see. to reach out to us so that we we could be sponsored by you. Um, the Snits. Um, okay, so we're gonna do a movie review for this episode. Right. We decided to do the guilty um, Netflix. Yes, on Netflix uh, with Mr. Jake Gyllenhaal. 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 Okay, sorry, sorry, Jake. I think. Okay, um, I don't know. I'm knows? horrible sometimes with these names. <laughs> Gotilliard. <laughs> Marianne. <laughs> yeah. I probably totally effed that up. Um, okay, so starting off, mm-hmm. let me ask you, or, you know, would you watch it? I would watch it, yes. Yes, okay. It was different than I expected. Yes. Yes. It is no mummy. Yes. Which is the baseline for a bad movie, everyone. Correct. We're going to start a new grading system this season. <laughs> so uh, if Patty says it's a mummy, that means it's horrible. Do not watch this movie. <laughs> but very rarely do I do I say something's a mummy. So That's true. There you go. Um, for movies that we really got on board with, we're going to give it a wiener schnitzel. <laughs> Tying it back up again. <laughs> we'll give it one wiener, dude. <laughs> oh my god! And the reason we're doing this is because when we do our actual review, we tell you the whole entire movie, and yes. we always say spoiler. And so this way, if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, now you'll know. Like, oh, they said this was good. Okay. Yeah. So then maybe you want to put us and on then, hold. Yeah, then you can come turn back it to off. Us. That's what my son did for old. Oh, yeah, did he? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to wait. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I have to ask him if he's listened to it because I think they just watched it this past weekend. Yeah, there's a couple uh, where our daughter will reach out and be like, I'm not sure if I want to listen to this episode yet because she hasn't seen uh, whatever yeah. it is we're talking about. And um, that's when I'll be like, no, 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 don't worry about it. (laughs) Just listen to the episode. Um, Very tangential, as everyone that listens to us knows. (laughs) Correct. Which uh, this episode will come out after she's been up here, but she's coming out for um, the holiday. Yep. And uh, she's excited to meet Patty Popcorn. Oh, my goodness. I know. You're like a celebrity. The pressure's on. (laughs) I have to bring my A game. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, That'll be fun. <clears throat> yeah, she's really excited about it. Um, so we kind of mentioned this already. Uh, the main character in, who is, like, basically carrying this entire movie is Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Um, he stars as Joe in I the movie. I didn't look it up, but 
what do you think the budget for this movie was? Um, shoot, dude, I might have it in my notes. Um, because really, there was no production value. Yeah, because uh, so I do have it written in my notes that they did build. So he's in a dispatch, right? Right. But I mean, as a nine one one operator, it's him talking on the phone. Yes, That's the whole movie, the entire movie. Yeah. Um. So they did build that set, uh, which I I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, because it it's real. Yep. It it looks legit, like it's a real dispatch unit. Um. So I thought that was interesting, but I cannot remember what the budget was. I was looking through my notes real quick to see if I wrote it down. I'm going to Google it while you're talking. Okay. But I don't think that I did document that. So see, I already slacking in season two. I'm sorry. Listeners, Again, damn it. will not be hand-holding. Look it up yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. So um, like you pointed out, this one was a little bit different. I kind of was expecting him as the operator and then we probably see some action out in the community somehow. Right, that's what I thought too. But the focal point was totally on him. Um, and I know there's been some other movies that have played up on a movie about 911 operators and stuff like that. So I was kind of looking for that sort of setup, but it was a little bit different. So uh, Joe um, is is functioning or or working as a 911 operator but it looks like he was a police officer that may have gotten into some sort of trouble and has received uh and i don't want to necessarily call it a disciplinary action because it looks like whatever's going on with him is pending but he's now working at the desk as a dispatcher he gets a strange phone call um there's a woman who sounds like she's in distress and then Joe starts asking her uh, some close-ended questions to figure out what's going on. The victim basically states that she's been abducted, um, and then the technology that they use during the movie is pretty cool because it can kind of track your location and brings up details about your call. So that's what the whole movie starts kind of uh, circling around, is that whole premise that he gets his phone call, um, and then he's dealing with his own stressors. And feels that there's not enough people doing something about this woman who appears to be um, getting victimized. So, what did you think about that? I thought it... Well, first of all, you don't know his story at yeah. all. Just that he's in some kind of trouble, mm-hmm. disciplinarily speaking. And so you're like, what's going on? But also, it kind of seemed like some of the other department people aren't very help like they don't like him for yes. whatever reason yeah he's kind of on the outside yeah a little bit. so you're like what what do you do what's going on and i just was thinking like i could never be a 911 operator the whole time <laughs> yeah i would be so stressed out yeah and, yeah i think for those kind of jobs uh sometimes i think we're getting better about acknowledging this but um any sort of social service job like that there's a lot of secondary trauma um you know especially too for 911 operators like they can take some pretty heavy phone calls right people that are in crisis like the worst time of that person's life yeah whatever the case may be their their first initial contact um with the victim or whatever's going on with them. And they've got to manage that to the best of their ability. So it's extremely stressful. It's high stress, um, you know, and, and they're trying to do their best to support whoever it is on that other line. They don't 
No, he exactly. also had a different view being an officer. Correct. So, like, he knew maybe different ways of looking at things that, like, a 911 person wouldn't think about. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, the sort of different department structures that uh-huh. could come like to assist. Like, who he's going to need to get on board to help him. Plus, like, what to tell this woman who has been abducted mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know if 911 people are trained on that. Yeah, because it seemed like she wasn't able to necessarily give a lot of details. Right. Because of whoever the abductor was. Yeah. Um, she didn't feel it was safe. So yeah. he was acting, asking her very specific yes or no questions. And um, telling her, pretend that I'm your kid, yes. basically. Yeah. And the other interesting thing that was going on, um, because it was based in California, the mm-hmm. dispatch office um, was located out there during uh, some of those horrendous fires yeah. that they had going on. So a lot of the first responders are responding to the incidents about the fire, right? like evacuation and stuff like that. So a lot of the resources are pretty much pulled for that. Yeah. And he's having difficulty supporting Plus this. they're mad at him for whatever yeah. reason we don't yep. know. Yeah, because he calls like several coworkers and kind of some of his old supervisors and stuff, and they're real short with him um, and kind of just telling him to chill, yeah. essentially, throughout the whole movie. So you're not, he's basically like in timeout. Yes, essentially. <laughs> I mean, he's been given a desk job, pulled off of his normal duties. So, you know, something's up. Yeah. And then the way other uh, staff members in that unit are kind of treating him. Yeah. Kind of have a short leash on him a, a little bit. So not much respect being shown. No, to Joe. no. Um, Can I just say I looked this up? They shot this movie in 11 days. Yes. That's one of my notes that I did have, which I thought was super it interesting. It doesn't say the budget, but they sold it to Netflix for $30 million. It's a pretty good deal. So I think they probably made a pretty good profit. I would think <laughs> so. Um, Unless Jake, they paid Jake like $28 million. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever his asking then price was. Maybe not, but... Yeah, and I don't know what the budget was to set up that it doesn't say dispatch unit. I would think it wouldn't have been too no. much, but, but yeah, we don't know. And We're you could probably asking. it probably cost like fifty cents. Like, you know, with the <laughs> 50 cents. It was twenty cents for well, a and they probably rented a lot of that IT yeah. equipment, right? So you would think so, or. Yeah, who knows? I would think. And then they just gave it back once they were. I mean, it was pretty. At the end, you're like, wow. I was taken on a total journey, but he never left the room. Yes. It's so, there I mean, the entire time. Psychologically, it's very well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Tom Hanks with Wilson. Yeah. Um, You know, where he's like... I didn't really like that movie. <laughs> well, I was trying okay. to say... <laughs> acting by himself. He's acting the entire yeah. movie by himself. It was like the same sort of premise. Yeah. I mean, it was Jake or Joe in this dispatch unit and he's there the entire time. Yep. I mean, he might get up and go to the bathroom or take or a break for a phone call. Go to the next room. Yeah, but that was it. Yep. So I thought that was really cool. Um, so he basically locates the daughter of the distraught victim. She's uh, about six years old. Um, and then he tries to start calling in favors because he's, he's putting the dots together as far as like the address. He's really worried about the mom who was originally saying she was abducted. Uh-huh. Um, and appears to be in distress. She's a victim of domestic violence. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he actually 
and this to me was like a little it was an overreach of his responsibilities because he starts dialing he figures out who the husband or father is and he's calling his personal phone number right which to me was a little bit crazy um he also talks to his ex-partner um, and has him go out to the potential suspect's house to right. go check on things. The girl to check on the kids. Yeah, so um, because the daughter is like basically saying that something's up. She's dropping sort of like these little breadcrumbs of something's happened to her <laughs> brother. things. Yes, but it's not clear like what's going on. Um, and... Uh, it kind of makes Joe appear a little bit unhinged. But I was also conflicted because I'm like, what would you do in that situation, right? right. Like, yeah. where you feel like uh, there's a victim. They're, it sounds like they're being kidnapped, taken against their will. Um, and that there's some sort of maybe child neglect or abuse going on right. as well. Um, you know, like, you have to stay within the confines of your job's responsibilities and stuff like that. But he's clearly overstepping those uh-huh. and kind of being checked by uh, different friends and, you know, s- like supervisors and stuff like that. Right. They're kind of like stay in your people. lane. Yeah. I, you know, I, I had a hard time with that. I was like, I don't know what I would do in that situation. That That's difficult. Yeah. You know, thinking about it from that. Well, side I would never have that job as well. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I'd be like, hold on, and running out, trying to help this little girl. Uh, yeah. Um, Which I thought he was going to. I thought he was just going to leave and Just go get up there. and leave. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting that, too. But then he ends up sending, like, his um, partner uh-huh. um, over there to go check on things. Well, because you don't expect this whole movie is going to be in a call center. The no. The whole entire yes. movie. The entire thing. Which was, uh, again, like we said, interesting. Yeah. Because um, you keep expecting us to step outside of that it's little... It's also kind of interesting because then the production's really in your head. Yes. So. Yeah. Cause you're they, filling it in. Yeah. It's a lot of it's your own imagination genius. based off of the phone calls he's right. getting mm-hmm. um, that adds to extra layers. So, you know, you're kind but of can like... Can we just say, like, when he calls the dad... He's not going to answer the phone. Who answers their phone? <laughs> like, half the time, even if I know who's calling me, I'm not answering the phone. Text me. <laughs> so that part was kind of like, whatever. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so here's the thing for me. that The minute that the dad started answering the phone and started saying, there were certain keywords that he started saying, right? Um, the victim's name we find out is Emily, who's the mom, mom mm-hmm. slash wife, and she's with the husband. Right. We figure that out during the movie. Um, and she's kind of making it sound like her husband abducted her and that she's in a van. So she has a phone where she can make phone calls, but she starts saying certain words that stood out to me um, as she's doing his phone calls to the 911 operator, who's Joe. Right. Um, and then, uh, and some of, and the way that they did the voice on the telephones and stuff, the acting was good for that part too. Yeah. Because I started to clue into certain things. Um, even though you're only getting tiny snippets of whatever's going on outside the call center and uh-huh. it's all through telephone. Right. We don't see any of it. Nope. So, um, 
I started to clue into certain words and then tone and inflection in the voices that started to make me think that Emily was or potentially the perpetrator as far as whatever yep, was going on. I did on. not until <laughs> it's pretty much spoon fed to you. Like, what? <laughs> so I was like, because uh, she starts talking about her son, Oliver, and that something bad has happened. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of set it up to make it almost seem like the husband had did something, uh-huh. especially because of the. Um, well, when- the husband told the daughter, don't. Don't go in where the brother is. Yeah, he's sleeping. Yeah. And then um, Joe starts looking up information on on the father um, and kind of finds some stuff that doesn't look good. It's not in his favor. Mm-hmm. So they set it up to kind of look like the dad's probably a bad person. But then um, Emily starts making certain comments that I was like, I think Emily did something to Oliver herself. And like whatever. What, what comment? Um, you know, trying to think back. I didn't write anything specific but um she when she starts talking about going to uh the aquarium and stuff like that uh-huh. and reminiscing on that and that was such a good time and stuff like that that started to key me into um potential mental health issues that was going on huh. so um the reminiscing and then the tone in her voice where she started getting more relaxed as she was talking to Joe yeah um where She's in supposedly... She did, like, not seem normal. Yes. Um, she's in supposedly an unsecure situation uh-huh. where she we could, think that her life is being threatened. kind of dreamily. Yes. Yeah. And that's stuff I started to clue into. Okay. And I was like, there's something off I with Emily. Really, to be honest. <laughs> like, no shame. <laughs> and then I was like, is this all happening in Joe's head? Like, is he having a mental breakdown, too? That was the other part that oh, I was I thinking. I didn't think that either. That kind of started going in my head as well because we know something's off with Joe. Right. So, um, you know, and I, I was like, okay, is he abusing substances or something? Uh, and he's not all there. Well, you know he's got to go to court, what, the next day or something? Yes. He has a court hearing mm-hmm. he has to appear at um, for something that he did while right. on duty. Um, so... Uh, but the more that we get into the movie, I was just like, no, Emily's done something to the baby Oliver. So, um, and you were correct. Yes. Uh, the husband, and I actually looked over at my husband and I was like, I think Emily did something bad. And he was like, what? You think so? And I was like, yeah, I think. He's like, how do you know everything? I think so. I wish Um, I was with Patty. She never figures anything out. So what we end up finding out is that the husband is actually taking Emily to a psychiatric ward. Right. Where she had been before. Correct. Because um, she, that bitch is crazy. <laughs> she, yeah, she was having a mental health crisis right. um, and had uh, done something horrible to Oliver. Right. She thought he had snakes in his stomach. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So I started thinking, okay, maybe she's got schizophrenia or something uh, like that. Um, and then, uh, you know, we start learning that they couldn't afford her medication. And so at what? that... In America? I know, dude. Say it isn't so. Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> that was sarcasm. I know. In case it was so. <laughs> listening. Because those medications get super expensive. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's sometimes hard and I, they don't necessarily say exactly what Emily had as far as her mental health problems, right. but based off of what she was sharing on the phone and stuff, I, 
you know, I went so far as to think that it might have been schizophrenia. Um, schizophrenia, people that have that uh, mental health disorder, oftentimes, especially when they get on medication, they think that everything's okay and that they don't need it and they're fine. Right, then they quit taking it and then they, and they quit taking it. Tripping. Yep, and everything starts kind of falling apart. In this situation, though, we find out, too, that they just couldn't afford the medication. Right. So uh, she starts to have hallucinations and stuff and then um, thinks that the son, again, to your point, has snakes. And so in order to protect him, ends up... Got to um, cut him out. Yes, trying to cut the snakes out. So we don't know what the scene is for the son, Oliver, right, or whatever. Not good. Not good. Um, because uh, Joe's partner goes to the house and and uh, and then um, some other law enforcement officers. <laughs> Patty's holding up a rubber snake she that I actually a have scary in the office. Snake on her desk. <laughs> trying to freak me out everyone it was from halloween i've just decided to keep it there it's a Uh, snake (laughs) serpent really (laughs) um and so like also the husband had been arrested previously for dealing with her right yes yeah yeah so i mean he didn't want the cops because why oh because he would have gotten arrested yeah he's just trying to help his wife yeah he's really trying to help really tragic Really? It was. It was actually really sad. Um, Another winner. Yeah. I, I know. Some of these movies I get pretty dark. This one, though. Um, I mean, at one point, because Joe still believes that the husband is the perpetrator, so right. he tells Emily to hit him over the head with a brick and take off, which she does. Yeah. She does it and, uh, and manages like, to get Joe, away. Way to go. Yeah. Henry's like, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to get her back to the doctor. You don't understand. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's em- like when you find out the whole story about Emily and all that. Yeah, because she's getting ready to kill herself. Yeah, she's gonna she's jump like off the bridge because she's like, I did something horrible to Oliver, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go be with him. Uh, and this is where we find out because Joe is like now realizes he's somewhat messed up and didn't fully understand what was going on in the situation, right? Because right? he's just doing the best with the information he mm-hmm. has. Um, he blurts out to her as she was getting ready to jump off this bridge, I killed a man. And that's when we realize what Joe's under investigation for. What his problem is. Yeah. So he gives up an entire confession during which. The- would not happen, let's face it. <laughs> but it was very emotional. It was. It was extremely emotional. It, it did cross my mind because he's giving this confession during the 911 call. Um, you know, I was like, is this a setup? I kind of thought of it. I mean, <laughs> I you know what I mean? Like, all. You're so funny. I know. Is this a journalist or something that has well, gone to an extreme? calling him yes. wanting to get his side of the story. Mm-hmm. And he won't talk to them. Yeah, and he doesn't. He has nothing to say at the time. So that did so cross my mind. So to tell it to a random stranger. He does. I killed someone. Yep, I killed yeah. someone. Um, and it ends up being, it ends up saving her life. Because she yeah. relates to that. And then, she um, doesn't jump. yep, she doesn't jump. Uh, first responders come out there. They're able they to get, get her, her off the yeah. bridge. Um, so I thought that that was really awesome because it is a dark movie. It's very emotional. Yeah. Um, Even though you don't see any of it, it's all in your head. It's, it's all in your head. You're just visually seeing like yeah. what's going on based off of his conversations. Genius, yes. Really. It's really good. 
Um, and then he kind of makes the comment. Uh, he says he wanted to hurt a 19-year-old because he wanted to punish him. So I, th- I thought that, and we've kind of talked about this on previous episodes with um, law enforcement right now, right, is the mm-hmm. use of force. Uh, right. For me, this is another movie on social commentary as far as what's going on right now, the social context, yeah. um, which was really important. And uh, somebody tells him, one of the other coworkers, I think it was the supervisor in the dispatch unit, um, where she says, broken people save broken people. And I thought that was a really powerful statement, right? Yeah. Um, sometimes it takes people that are broken to help save other broken people. So um, to me, that was like the theme of the movie. Right. Um, because but I, I mean... I don't think in real life a cop would admit that. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I've... we're all conditioned to not. First of all, I think I'm not just blaming law enforcement, but like no one takes accountability. It's hard, right? And you're legally told, like, don't ever admit anything. Yeah. Deny, deny, deny. Yeah. And so, in that regard, I don't think it would happen. But I'm not trying to take away from the movie because it was very good. It was good. And it went with the story, but I was just thinking, like, that dude would never admit to that. But anyway. Yeah, I would. (laughs) I am jaded and bitter. (laughs) Jaded and bitter. To your point, I would say the human condition, you're correct. It is hard for us to admit guilt right or accept well and he was like lining up people to lie yeah yes during the movie even his partner yeah stick patty (laughs) yes so um this is going to be a conclusion to the movie the guilty right because um we're still having some awkward equipment issues also awkward equipment also user air it might just be equipment you don't know yeah okay thank you i appreciate that galentine's that's right (laughs) (laughs) this is your one freebie galentine i know i appreciate it um which uh makes me feel bad because you actually brought me something don't feel bad and when i've done it in the past You've made fun of me. Because I don't like Valentine's. I know. I know. It is a corporate holiday. Um, Hallmark holiday. So if this uh, clip does not sound like it's connected to the guilty (laughs) clip. Surprise, it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) That's because A, we had a a podcast foul, and then B, uh, I can also not find my notes for that particular episode <laughs> to even try to figure out forever, yeah, yeah, where we were at on that movie. Um, so uh, do you remember if you even liked it? What it, I know we were it listening okay. to a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it's also uh, a little bit dark, too. Yeah. So um, it's not like it doesn't have a lot of action. No. It's mostly takes place in a call center. Mm hmm. It's fine. Yeah. There's oh, just so much to choose from nowadays to I watch. Know. And then Jake's basically by himself. Uh, the movie's just almost, uh, the cameras anyways, are focused on his face. Yeah. Almost the entire movie. So, Which, um, you know, no shade to him. He's 
He's fine to look at. Okay. <laughs> well, he's getting... You sound much lower now. Like, either you're not speaking this loud or something. Uh, uh, I'm speaking the same. So we might have to turn her back up a little bit. Uh-oh. Okay, we listeners. Um, that's also our newly ordained producer um, helping us with our sound, which we feel somewhat professional right now. So, um, yeah. I don't know. Not really in content, but in preparation. Yeah, hopefully um, we can get the sound taken care of. Yeah. um, As we work through our problems. (laughs) 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 Um, But we're trying. I mean, you know, it's an indie podcast. We don't have tons of money. Exactly. Like some other cool people like Smartless. Yeah, we're just having a conversation. I like that podcast, by the way. Yeah. Um, they're hilarious. Did you see his commercial? Jason Bateman's commercial? I did not. It was funny. Did you watch the Super Bowl? I watched parts of the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. I wasn't I was on my phone mostly. Oh, okay. And I had to work before that. So. Oh, so you're probably pretty tired by the time I it came out. I was like, on. don't care. You're like, whatever. Yeah. This I is did in my see team. the halftime though, and that was awesome. Yes, it was. Uh it was funny because going into the Super Bowl, I like watching it every year anyways. But um, you know, Neither of the teams are our teams. So we weren't fully invested going right. into it. But by the time the game was wrapping up, I was all in for the Bengals. Me like, too. Well, one I of them anyway to win. because two reasons. Yes. They've never won. Okay. And it was predicted in The Simpsons they would win. Oh, yeah. I remember you saying that. I totally and forgot I'm about like, that. The Simpsons has failed us. <laughs> so that's all. Yeah. Uh, so. We were bummed by the end because um, they literally lost in the last few minutes. Yeah, it was a close but, game. It was good. Yes. Um, I hate when they're blowout games because, like, what's fun about that? Me as well. Um, that's actually what I told my spouse. I was like, I hope this isn't a blowout. And it wasn't. So, And then the halftime show, to your point. It was really good. Yes. I got really excited hearing some of those old. Yeah, all us oldies really yeah. threw down. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, getting into it and stuff. Snoop. Yep. Uh, Dr. Dre. 50 Cent hanging upside but, down yeah. for some reason. I didn't really get that part, but okay. <laughs> that was probably the only thing that I saw where I was like. Um, you can talk. Go ahead. I just want to turn it as you guys are talking. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, They're fine. Our listeners will be all in for it. It's mostly family. Yes, it is. Let's face it. (laughs) And some random friends. (laughs) Hey, Julie. Shout out. Hi, Julie. You're... (laughs) Your work is amazing. <laughs> Julie will also be getting something for Galentine's. So Aww. I'm seeing her today. Cool. She does good work. She does. Um, shout out, Julie. <laughs> She'll be so excited. Oh, I made it in this hodgepodge. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein episode. Frankenstein <laughs> episode. <laughs> oh, my God. We're trying, people. I mean... <laughs> You know, when you're going out on your own doing your little thing, it's it's kind of a little bit of a struggle. And you know, life gets in the way. It does. Of your plans. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes you want to watch the Super Bowl instead of the movie chosen for today. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had actually okay. My plan. This is my schedule. We were gonna we were gonna watch the Super Bowl, and I thought afterwards. 
go downstairs and watch the movie because um, I think we only have Disney Plus hooked up on the TV downstairs. Yeah, same with us. We only have it all on TV. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking after the Super Bowl is over, I'll go downstairs and watch the movie. Well, our oldest came over to hang out with us. So it kind of... Um, We're getting blame shifting right now, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we couldn't watch a movie because he was there. I get okay, it. whatever. I'm saying life happens. It's um, cool. If you listen to this, I care about you a lot. <laughs> I was like, super excited to see you. Um, no, it kind of delayed. So we ended right, up. Then it's too late, and you're like, I yeah. gotta go to bed, and I'm not gonna be into it. I it's feel fine. like we had kind of wrapped up the Super Bowl around maybe ten, and by then I was like, ten. Yeah, it was holy late. hell. Yeah, so no. I was like, I'm not was, gonna make it. I started watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I mean, I started watching the Eternals, and then I was like, oh, I think Chris would like this. Oh, the movie. Yeah. yeah. So then I'm like, hey, oh, uh, side note. We just discovered that our tub in our master bedroom is leaking to the outside of our patio. Oh, shit. Really? So he's having to pull siding off the side of the house and see what the hell. Oh, no. So he was working on that and coming in and, like, like, watching. watching. Yeah. So. Oh, gotcha. Because it's all wet. Oh, God. Yeah. Awesome. So. Okay. I started watching the Eternals, and I was like, you have to watch the game upstairs. And he was like, okay. And then he went outside. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> I am watching my movie. I'm like, you I better can't. watch that fucking game upstairs. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God stop. No. <laughs> okay, what was it then, Patty? Tell the because audience. Because only Disney is in the downstairs. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That just made me Thank sound you so for mean. clarifying. You can't watch it down here. <laughs> But then when I started watching it, I was like, oh, he's going to want to watch this. So I said, I'm going to stop and we'll watch it. it. Yeah. So then we watched it after the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. I'm dying. Okay. Yeah. I do plan. And the other thing, too, is like I I can't really even say like I didn't have time this week because um, there was some evenings where I wasn't doing any homework and we ended up. Uh, just watching the Olympics. So that was the other thing. If it like, was curling, we're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch Sean White? Um, I am not a Sean White supporter. What? Yeah. Dude, he totally had a glow up. He looks really good now. He used to look like character. <laughs> laugh so we can get through this shit um no uh i will say yes his haircut does look good or better than um sometimes his hair would get pretty shaggy i know like carrot top (laughs) (laughs) he looks really good i felt bad that he got fourth uh i did not i said karma i did not Um, why do you hate him well (laughs) i don't think i hate him i um (laughs) hates a strong word patty okay um, actually, uh, he was accused of 
sexual assault. Oh, I did not know this. Yes. And so um, he ended up, he admitted to some of what the woman uh, had a, accused him really? of. Really? Yes. So um, I believe. When was this? This was like, uh, I guess she finally came out with it. I think I'd have to go back and look, but I want to say like 2018, 2019. Recently. Yes. And they ended up settling outside of court. Um, but uh, I do believe her story wholeheartedly. Um, oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So I actually felt like. Uh, Karma. Yes. And then, you know, as much attention as he got, I felt like it kind of did a disservice um, to her uh, as a victim, you know, because um, I'm like, he didn't really get. Or I feel like that whole situation. Like he didn't get consequences. Yes. And I don't feel like there was enough attention brought on the whole matter itself. Right. Clearly. I didn't even know. Yeah. So uh, both me and my spouse were kind of like, we didn't That's even want to watch guy. him. Yeah. Basically, that was kind of how we felt. So we didn't so even care. So what were you watching? Um, I mean, we did watch, but we actually fast forwarded through his I portion. looked away during his part. <laughs> Oh, Sean White's on. Break away. Look away. <laughs> I hope you fall down. Uh, yeah, so we were, um, and you know what? I do want to acknowledge, like, he has done a lot for the sport. Um, you know, he's made it more popular than what it was. And, yeah, for sure. And uh, has been a mentor to other people. It is crazy what those people can do. Yes. Like that um, Japanese guy or Chinese guy. Did you oh, see him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Yes. Yeah, and the, by the way, I thought he got robbed his first go around. So I do want to point that out. Why? But because he had um, done a stunt that had like never been harder. done before. And, and he was like 20 feet above the thing. Yeah. Was, that was crazy. Yes. And I don't know who the U.S. judge was for that, but he gave it him was like Sean an- White. <laughs> He gave him like an eighty nine, and I was, it was like, "Tony Hawk." <laughs> Tony Hawk was sitting back there, and he's like eighty nine, <laughs> bro. No, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know who you are, but you definitely have some <laughs> but bias. Come okay? on, buddy. Um, yeah. So we did watch that. We watched the speed skating, the oh. luge. Um, is that how you say it? Luge, luge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the luge. Luge, you say, um, yeah, so All right, well, oh, figure skating. So, the Eternals was getting pushed off, is the long story short. <laughs> yeah. Too That's late. what I want to say. That's what I want to say about it. Um, and yeah, now you got to watch Lic- Licorice Pizza, too. Yes, um, two movies now on the docket, stacking up. I know, man, stacking up. Yeah, I want to blame some of it on. Awesome, my furthering my education, people. So, tear. No hate. <laughs> we could all use education, clearly. <laughs> Look around. Oh my gosh, yes. So, Oy. we've clearly deviated from the movie review. Yeah, sorry, this is more. Um, we wanted to conclude it. Um, I don't know what else to say because I can't find my notes. And. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> we don't. We never know how to wrap it up. Anyway, we I need know. to work on that. Yes, one hundred percent. So, um, I'd say it's worth watching if you don't 
If you haven't watched The Tinder Swindler or... <laughs> Everybody's or been texting me about that one. Oh, my God. You are not the only one who actually texts me about The Tinder Swindler. Yeah. Um, crazy. Oh, yeah. Everybody's like, have you seen this? Cause it is crazy. I'm a true crime junkie anyway, so... Um, I There's do so watch many it. good stories on Netflix about fraud right now. Yes. It's crazy. I know. We'll probably be watching them. So you definitely will. Um, but yeah, uh, hit us up oldirtybenches at gmail.com. We apologize for laughing so much. I know. Sorry. <coughs> um, but Woo. laughter's good, right? That's right. Yes. Um, <laughs> So, and then find us on social media. We're out there. And then um, we will, uh, I guess. Endeavor to do better. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Um, But uh, we hope you stay tuned for the next episode. Do you have anything else to add? I do not. Okay. I rest my case. You rest your case. (laughs) With that, we will end this episode. And um, our next one will be a white collar crime. Yep. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye, benches.